This is Things I Need to Learn in Life I Didn't Learn in School. Covering everything we should know as adults that got glossed over in our classrooms. With your host, Wave News anchor, Don G. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Things I Need to Learn in Life I Did Not Learn in School. I didn't learn this in school, and I don't think I've learned it yet. I'm 60 <laughs> years old. I'm Dawn G. I'm glad you're here. And joining me is Brooke Morrison from Salt Cave of Louisville. Yes, ma'am. It's so funny. I go into the Salt Cave. I'm ready to enjoy it. I'm ready to relax. I'm in there for my allotted time. And somebody has to wake me up. <laughs> I don't know what it is. What is it about the, the salt cave? Do people, do, do a lot of people fall asleep or is it just me? You know, I have meditated in the Louisville salt cave many, many times. And I bet 60% of the times I end up falling asleep. You know, people come in there for many different reasons. Um, oftentimes people come in there for that 45 minutes of meditation where they're um, just focusing on themselves, trying to get present in the moment. And sometimes people are just coming in there so they have 45 minutes to relax, let the cars outside, all that traffic, all that craziness from our week um, just kind of melt away. So we say, even if you are sleeping in the salt cave, you're doing something good for your health. Well, it's just so funny uh, because if I'm at home and it's in the middle of the day, I can't do that. If I want to mm -hmm. take a nap, I can't fall asleep. I'm too, like, I'm too racy, too much is going on, so mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Talk about the salt cave, though, that, uh, and I don't even understand this, it's salt, it's a special kind of salt, but it is like... Uh, as old as time. Yeah, absolutely. So our cave is made of five tons of 250 million year old pink Himalayan salt. I, that's the part that I don't get. What, how in the world do you get 250 million year old <laughs> Himalayan salt. Yeah, so um, we ethically source it from the Himalayans. Um, it We bring it in, it's shipped over. Um, it's on the floor as well as the walls. Um, and that has just been formed by nature over time and is deposited, taken out, and is used in our cave. Um, we also do halotherapy, dry salt therapy, while you're in the cave as well. So not only are you surrounded by that pink Himalayan salt, we're grinding up pharmaceutical grade salt and pushing it out into the air where you're breathing it in. That has a lot of great uh, wellness factors for respiratory health, as well as great for skin inflammation too. So we're hitting you with two different kinds of salt. Some salt that's um, surrounding you, that really old salt, and then that pharmaceutical salt that you're breathing in as well. Yeah, it's good for you. It's so pretty though when you walk in. It's, it's yes. so beautiful. Now, I think it's so much easier to meditate in a place that you find beautiful, that you find tranquil, that you can think kind of outside of yourself and just appreciate how great it is. We've got twinkling lights up in the mm -hmm. ceiling inside the cave, and I always, sometimes I count those uh, twinkling lights and think about all the people that I know that I really care about. And oh, sometimes that's so sweet. That takes me out of my, my, um, my, I guess, hurriedness yeah, and busyness. My and, mindset right. of, of the day where I'm at work or I'm, I'm thinking about what I'm going to make for dinner and all that kind of stuff as well. So that's like what we're t talking about. Uh, I can't meditate. That's, that's what I say. I can't, I can't mm -hmm. meditate. Uh, in our world, 
I think, and, and this is just something that I think, um, especially after COVID, mm -hmm. I just feel like something has broken. Uh, we're more stressed. I've never been anxious a day in my life. I've never been anxious a day in my life. And I have found that I'm carrying around a nice little bag of anxiety. Absolutely. I don't know why. I don't know where I, I picked it up from. I have really no reason in my life to be, well, okay, that's not true because I, <laughs> I, I carry a lot of illness and a lot of people say, oh, glad you're healthy now. No, if you only knew. So I do have a reason, but I've never been anxious about that. So I have no reason to be anxious about it now, but suicide is up, drug addiction is up, crime is up, mass shootings are up. Brooke, what are we doing? Oh, wow, Don, that is a, a big question. I think for me, um, especially since COVID in our world of staying connected with so many different parts of the world in the U.S., um, you suddenly are bombarded through social media and the internet with even more opinions than um, the rest of history isn't used to. Um, this collective consciousness also um, begs you to carry a lot of the weight of the world that you maybe wouldn't have known otherwise before this time of interconnectedness. Um, those can weigh on your psyche in the back of your mind, in the front of your mind. And on top of that, you're thinking about your own life and how you can do better or how you can love harder or how you can um, grow in different types of ways. So I think that collective consciousness of being connected to everybody and knowing what the entire world is going through um, can be a great way to feel connected to your world, but also is a way to be exposed to so many different things going on. I think that's a big part of, of why at least I feel anxious um, oftentimes these yep. days. We know everything mm -hmm. immediately. Absolutely. And, and I think that's the great thing about meditation is that meditation is asking you to just stop for one moment and just think about this present moment. Think about your body in this space, wherever you are. Um, and you actually don't have to think at all. It's just a moment to be instead of do. And I think that is a, a big reason why meditation can help with those anxious thoughts. Bro, meditation is hard. <laughs> it's hard. I start meditating and I start like, am I doing it right? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, what, did I miss that appointment? Oh my God, I didn't wash my clothes. You know, I really need to go shopping. I mean, seriously. Absolutely. I mean, I mean that's, that's, that's what's happening. So you sent me some stuff the other day, mm -hmm. and I sat there and started laughing, <laughs> and all I could think was, okay, Lord, thank you, because it was stuff I needed to know, mm -hmm. and I said, okay, I need to share this with others. So, like, you, you told me about mindfulness and awareness. Yes. Okay, so let's just start there. What's that mean, like, like mindfulness and awareness? Mindfulness and awareness. So I would say that mindfulness is a practice. It's a, a state of being where you are being mindful of what's around you, emotions that are coming up, and awareness is just being aware of what you're observing inside of you. So if you are um, meditating, you're sitting down to meditate, and you start thinking about the laundry that you need to do, um, your dog needs to go to the vet, 
you need to call your mom or your sister or something like that. Um, that awareness, all you have to do is stop and think, Don, or in my case, Brooke, those are coming up. Interesting thoughts. It must mean that you have a to-do list today, and it may or may not get done, and that's okay. So there's that point of awareness where you're realizing, where is my mind at? Does that make sense? You're, you're seeing your thoughts. You're observing what's coming up. But what do I, what do, I do with that? After I say with that, I, I, don't, I don't know how to go back to the meta. Yeah. Like, what does meditation look like? Does meditation, like, okay, I may have the inappropriate thought about meditation. <laughs> does meditation mean that I'm totally clear, like, mm, and, the, and, and I'm in total bliss, and I'm not thinking about anything? That's what I think meditation is. Like, totally. I'm in this higher power of clear thought and love, and everything is utopia. See, that's Absolutely. what I think meditation We is. often think that meditation, I definitely did when I was little, where um, you think of um, somebody with their legs crossed, right? and their fingers together, and their eyes are closed, and they're sitting up perfectly straight, and they've maybe never had a bad day in the world, and they're probably on a beach somewhere, <laughs> right? Um, but meditation can often surprisingly look like so many different things. So it might be sitting with your back completely straight, not thinking of a thing. It also might mean that you're taking a walk in your favorite park in Louisville. It might mean um, painting a picture and just totally being present for painting that picture and not thinking of the laundry list of things you need to do, but maybe thinking about the color on the page and just being totally uh, mindful and totally present for just doing that simple act where you're taking care of yourself. That could be mindfulness or meditation as well. Um, so it doesn't just have to be what we think meditation should be. It's really just accepting the moment that you're in and seeing the beauty around you. And that is a great first step to meditation. And meditation doesn't mean perfect. Absolutely. Meditation means accepting you where you're at. So that's kind of where that awareness or that observation comes in. So if um, I'm sitting down and um, negative thoughts are coming up or maybe um, a feeling of sadness or frustration, just sitting there and understanding that's what I'm feeling, that is a great first step to meditation, absolutely. And um, once you practice it, mindfulness is a practice, once you bring a little bit more mindfulness into everyday activities like washing the dishes, walking your dog, anything like that, okay, you bring a little me, meditation. Tell me again, what is mindfulness? So mindfulness is being aware of your surroundings and observing yourself in a present moment. It's finding peace in everyday living where you think to yourself, I'm alive, I'm here, and I'm okay. Okay. Um, this is something that I've been um, <clears throat> doing, and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sure why I've been doing it, but um, when something hurts me, or when I'm exercising, or when I'm stressed out, for some reason, I hold my breath. Mm. I don't know why I do it. When I'm with my trainer, she goes, breathe. Um, I was getting a procedure to my knee done once, mm. and I had a vagal response, and I passed out. And they said, you should have breathed. And I thought, why am I always holding my breath? 
So now when I get all stressed out or something, I take a real big deep breath. Oh, that's great. But it makes a difference. Why is that? Oh, man. Um, you know, breathing is, is, breath is life, right? Just like water is life. Breath um, is the energy flowing through you and out of you. So sometimes if I feel like I'm not breathing um, or, you know, occasionally I have panic attacks and that's breathing really, really hard. That's my body speaking to me. So maybe when you're breathing in and you're not breathing out, it's because you're holding something. You have tension in your body that you don't want to move through. So making sure that you're breathing in and out, it's keeping you in that mindfulness practice of letting things go, accepting what's happening, and moving forward. Um, breathing also um, really helps you center yourself and it brings in that sense of peace because it's making you stop for a second and breathe in and out um, and hopefully work through whatever you're working through. So let's talk about stress reduction. Mm -hmm. You say meditation will do that. Absolutely. Um, meditation's great for stress reduction. There are so many different, um, so many different studies that say that meditation helps you relax, stay calm, think about um, your surroundings. It's just that time, just like at the salt cave, it's that time to shut everything out, get your cortisol levels in a place um, where you can be calm, stay calm, um, and, and not get so in your head. If I want to um, enhance my mood even, maybe I'm not stressed, mm -hmm. but I just want to get a little pet. <clears throat> Same thing? Absolutely. You know, there are also lots of, like we said, lots of different kinds of meditations. You could dance. That could be a meditation. Bring yourself a little bit of joy. Um, I think singing could even be a meditation. You could also listen to people guiding you through meditations. You can look those up um, on YouTube. We've got lots of meditations at the Salt Cave. Um, there's lots of apps that have guided meditations, and they'll actually take you through a meditation, um, kind of taking your mind through feelings of joy or feelings of serenity. Um, there's even meditations that I actually listen to every night before I go to bed. I listen to a meditation for sleep. Um, so Sleep is important. Absolutely. I think, I think uh, we as Americans are just people in general mm -hmm. don't get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, once COVID happened in 2021 around, I started really struggling with insomnia. And I think it was part of um, just my stress. So I had to really take a look at myself. I even talked to my doctor. I found a counselor. And I had to figure out a nighttime mindfulness routine in order for me to get to sleep. Once I started that routine, I found different things that work for me. I found that sleep meditation. I haven't had a night of insomnia in a couple years at this point. And it just takes 15 minutes before bed, just making sure you've got that routine going, that you don't look at your phone, you're not plugged into all of that collective consciousness that I was talking about earlier. If you can just be in the present moment, be in your bed, make sure things are getting taken care of. I pop in that mindfulness and I am asleep. If you're going to meditate, though, uh, I was looking at your notes here. Mm -hmm. um, you say start start short like don't start with that <laughs> marathon meditation absolutely meditation is a lifelong practice 
you can take five minutes out of your evening just to meditate, get yourself in that space, um, and sleeping stress reduction will definitely come easier. You don't have to. You don't have to start big. You can start tiny. And when you say styles of meditation, I, I, like what kind of styles? Yeah. So there's um, sitting meditation, like you do at the Salt Cave. There's um, movement meditation, so that can look like yoga. That can look like stretching, drinking water. Um, there's self-care meditation where maybe you take a bath or even just washing your face in a mindful manner. That could be self-care meditation. Um, and then there's those guided meditations as well where you're listening to somebody uh, talk you through um, a different scenarios or different feelings. All right. And um, a tranquil space is important? I believe so. I think... I mean, mindfulness can happen wherever. You could be in the middle of New York City on the street. You could try to meditate, but it's definitely easier if you're in a place where you feel comfortable, if you're in a place where you feel um, that there's beauty around you. So the Louisville Salt Cave is a great place um, to kind of find that tranquil space and beauty. If you don't feel like you're in a place where you can make that tranquil space at home yet, you know, maybe there's too much going on. There are some places out either in nature or places like the Louisville Salt Cave that can support you in finding that tranquil space too. Yeah, nature for me, I, um, uh, I love, love, love. I know my kids are probably so tired of this, <laughs> but we've probably been to 20 cabins nice. over the last three years, seriously. I love the cabins, I love the mountains, I love the ocean. Oh, yes. Right? Absolutely. And for me, that is just my connection to the divine. I, I just don't know what it is. But I think that we as a species just need to reconnect with ourselves and kindness and each other. Um, and I just don't know how we get get to that. Mm. I absolutely agree, Dawn. I think one first step to connecting with our world and connecting with each other um, is getting to know yourself and getting to know why you believe what you believe, um, getting to know what you love and how you love, um, and getting more in touch with yourself, more accepting of yourself. I think you can start to love and accept others in a way that feels communal. Okay, so you said something important there. So you said learning about yourself mm -hmm. and learning um, uh, just to kind of love yourself and know why you think what you think so you're able to accept others. And for me, in doing that, that doesn't mean that I have to agree with you. Absolutely. It, it just means that I know who I am and I know that this is what I believe, but I'm not going to come and attack you because you don't believe what I believe. I'm just going to stand in my truth and know that this is what I believe. Hey, it's okay if you don't agree with me. Right now, I feel like we are, this is my truth and you better believe in what I believe. I'm going to come in there and punch you in the face. Yeah. But I, I wish we could all stand in what, you know, like this is what I believe. It's okay if you're standing on the other side, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I think we've lost learning how to connect like that. Absolutely. I think if somebody is attacking you, they're probably attacking out of fear. Um, if, they're, if they're not in a place where they're understanding themselves, or maybe they do understand themselves, but they don't understand the world or why 
why the world is is acting that way towards them, I'd say that they're probably in a place of fear. And mm -hmm. really what we can meet fear with is love and acceptance. And that's all what meditation is about. And that's really hard because mm -hmm. that means you're going to have to take the high road. Yeah. And sometimes the high road is a hill, <laughs> right? Yes. And going up a hill, that's difficult work. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody said meditation was easy. <laughs> Nobody said accepting yourself is easy. Sometimes those are the hardest lessons that we learn, but boy, are they worth it, right? Brooke, uh, out of everything that, because you all do this every day at the Salt Cave, you sit, you think about what's going on, you meditate, you look inside yourselves, uh, you, you, you stop your mind for a second and just try to clear your soul. If there were the top three things that you wanted to share or something that you say, hey, listen up, you're missing this, what would it be? Wow. Um, I'd say one is however you show up for yourself every day is good enough. That even taking one moment and you start small for yourself to reflect on who you are and your world around you, that's a great first step and that's enough. Um, another thing I would say is, especially in these winter months, um, transitioning into spring, we want spring to come so badly. I'd say stay, stay patient with yourself, stay patient with the people around you, um, and those warm days are, are coming soon. Um, and the last thing I would probably say is prioritize your health. Prioritize how your body feels um, and don't apologize for that. Um, and uh, showing up for your health can mean so many different things, whether that's moving your body, meditating, getting enough sleep, fueling your body with um, the vitamins and minerals that you need. It's so funny for, for me, uh, when it comes to taking care of my health, I don't know how to say no. Mm -hmm. and, and I hear people say, no is a complete sentence. You don't have to explain yourself. You know, when people say, will you do this or will you do that? And, and um, I spend 18 hours of the day running to different things for people because I didn't say no. I can't, I don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And that's not good. Because you need to take care of yourself. Absolutely. Just prioritizing even you for one moment of the day. Yeah. That's a good first step. And I need to work on that too. We, we all do. No matter where you are in your mindfulness practice or your self-love journey, um, we can all do a little bit better in that for sure. Did we miss anything? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. I, I think <laughs> I, I think we could talk about meditation for all day, five years, and never yeah. stop. Um, and also, just this conversation is is great. And we me just reflect. need to start somewhere. Absolutely, I think that's a big takeaway from today and this conversation with you is just start somewhere. Take a moment for yourself, even if that's one breath. Um, if you're watching this podcast today, just take one breath for yourself today and see what that feels like. Yeah, and I, I've also learned. Uh, you know how you were saying um, sometimes the people that are angry or whatever, I always say, don't pick up somebody else's uh, luggage. Mm -hmm. If that person is angry, like, don't start getting angry, too. I always say, I can't pick up their luggage. I got luggage of my own. And so I don't, I just won't get angry with them. Yep. That's that awareness coming in, right? Is I'm that what that is? Yes. <laughs> you use it all the time. I'm aware of you. I'm aware of me. And I will respond, right? Yeah. I'll respond to you in the way that feels right to me. 
I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, Don. Okay, real quick, especially for folks uh, that are in Louisville or anybody that'll be coming to Louisville. Salt Cave. Yes, the Louisville Salt Cave. Um, we're a, a meditation um, center that also focuses on halotherapy, which is great for respiratory health as well as skin health. Um, we're located on Shelbyville Road. You can always uh, call before and make that um, make that session, or you're welcome to visit our website, louisvillesaltcave.com. Um, and we'd love to hear from you on our website or on our social media, too. We're on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Well, honestly, it is. Uh, you step in. I remember the first time I stepped in. Mm -hmm. It was so funny because there were some other people that I did not know. Mm -hmm. And I stepped in, and I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. And, and the other ladies did, too. <laughs> so uh, thank you. Absolutely. Bro, thank you so, so much. much. Um, we can do it. Maybe you were taught to meditate or to take that deep breath. I just never was. And uh, at 60 years old, I'm still learning it, but it's never too late. Things I need to learn in life, I didn't learn in school, but we can do it. We can do it together. Thank you always for listening. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm.